Hi and welcome to episode two of the Crazy X Club. This is a regular podcast series that looks at ways to repair and rebuild yourself following the breakdown of a relationship. And it's hosted by me, the Crazy X. Hi guys, how are you doing? Um, I hope you've had really good times in between episode one and now. Maybe that's a week for you. This is how we send the podcast out, it's weekly. Or if you've waited to sort of binge, maybe it was a few seconds ago. So I hope either way that you're doing really well. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So we're just going to start this episode by a little recap about what we looked at um, in our last episode. And that was really focusing in on the initial moment that a relationship breaks down and how you help yourself to sort of accept what's happening and start to also accept that life is going to be okay so we had a positive affirmation that we used and we're going to use it again today and that is the affirmation that in the long term it's going to be all right we're going to hold on to that as a notion and an aspiration um but we also i'm a terrible terrible person i set you all homework in episode one who sets homework in a podcast i'm a terrible person Um, But it was nice homework, I think. So we also thought about ways that life might improve or be better as a result of that relationship coming to an end. The suggestion was made by myself to maybe start by thinking small. Think of some really small, almost insignificant things um, and then maybe build them up. Or maybe if you're coming from a different place, there were some bigger things. And actually just want to acknowledge that um straight out um maybe it's like party popper time we're like yes oh now i realize that's not gonna happen this is the best thing that's ever happened to me um whichever of those uh, it's all fine and all valid absolutely love to hear from you and how you're getting on with that so just for that very reason i've set up a facebook group so the facebook group um, is growing in conjunction with this podcast so find us on facebook called the crazy x club what can we get out of there so in the in the facebook group what we're really looking at is you can find some notes on each episode so i kind of um have some overviews and outlines of the kind of things that i've discussed and the key kind of tips that i've um, put into those episodes so you can read up on those you can also read ahead to future episodes to see which ones you kind of want to dip in and out of it's not necessarily a linear thing after the first few episodes of so you can kind of dip in and out to things as you wish there's also episode threads and that's where you can start sharing things so if i set um, a kind of suggested task like the make your list it'd be really great for you to share with us what you came up with um which was like your positive things love to hear from hear from you all and see how other people sort of came up with things Um, even if all it does is gives us a giggle Um, Or if there's some huge things that have come out of it also, we want to sort of um, embrace that and sort of really congratulate people if they've had some really big revelations as well. Also a space for you guys to chat to each other, ask each other questions. You can ask me questions, you can um, engage me, you can talk about things that you might want um, me to mention on the podcast. You can also reach out to me. I do provide um, one-on-one coaching, so that's another way to sort of reach out to me for that. But really, it's about having that nurturing space for you to go to. I found it really useful to have a few private Facebook groups that I could go to and just ask questions or just go, has anyone been through this? I just 
I really liked having that space away from the public kind of side of Facebook, that kind of safe space of strangers almost who are going through something really similar to me. So the Crazy X Club, find us on Facebook, come and say hi, you'll be so welcome, we uh, would love to have you, so come and say hi. Right, so we best talk about this episode and what we're going to talk about, shouldn't we? So this is uh, building on some of the stuff that we talked about last week. I'm really going to check myself because I feel like I say stuff too much, so I'm really going to try and stop that. So um, if I do it again, let me know. Tell me on Facebook how many times I've said it. But we're going to build on the on the theme of last week, which is about getting into more positive um, mindset. So one of the things that I'm really hoping is is like you've stepped out of your pity party and just for the record I hope you enjoyed your pity party guys that's what it's about it's about acknowledging that you maybe need that period but I really hope you enjoyed them and you've sort of stepped out of them and maybe you're getting into something that feels more like a normal life and routine and however that looks for you so maybe that's um your your childcare responsibilities maybe that's work both of those things also the kind of running of a household um, and those kind of mini kind of self-care the real basic self-care so that kind of i call it survival mode those basics in life where that you have to tick in order to sort of be resembling some kind of functioning adult in society so i would i hope that you're in that if you are in that amazing work to have stepped into that new phase of your new life um, such a huge thing to do but what i'm going to focus on today is something that might occur for you that occurred for me so i went back to work quite quickly i really liked the idea of having that as a focus it's one of the great things about if if you've got work to go to is you generally most people your work and relationship are probably quite separate so i liked being in a situation where no one was really going to mention my relationship because quite removed um, the two worlds quite separate to each other so uh, but the problem with emotions is they just turn up when they feel like it and you don't get too much say over that so what can often happen is something can happen that's a bit triggering someone might say something someone might ask a really innocent question or make an innocent remark and they, that's, that just kind of sets you off. So what we're looking at initially in this episode is how to deal with that so that you can return to calm and then if you want to, you can go back to that task or activity that you were involved in when this moment of distress happened or you can do a couple of other things that we'll talk about as well. So the main thing is a little bit like we're not going to panic. This is about we can return to calm. So I generally um, would refer to these as wobbles, um, one of my favourite words. Um, so I would just kind of call it out. Um, I had really good relationship with um, my manager when this all kind of um, came to be. So I've been really honest um, with him about that. So that made calling out these moments a little bit easier because he already knew what was going on at home. So if I would message him to say, I just need to take 10 minutes away, there's no further explanation because he's like, right, that's that's obviously going to be linking into some of those relationship issues that um, she's called out. 
this is my little sort of side note if you're going back to work and you feel you can have that honest conversation with your with your manager or maybe a couple of your colleagues you don't have to go into like loads of detail but i i would recommend it people generally tend to deal with these things a lot better than we expect them to and like i said when i encountered problems a little bit further on it just made those conversations much easier so little little bit of side note of advice for anybody finding themselves going back to the workplace in these early days so these moments these i call them wobbles some people would sort of sort of it feels like overwhelm or just that feeling of emotion that comes sweeping back like i said we use the word triggered something's triggered it you've probably reset back to that moment when the relationship ended where everything kind of feels a bit out of control and you don't really know what you're doing so what we're going to do we're going to take some steps so you can reset to your moment of calm and actually this can be quite useful in other situations as well so if you're like really nervous about something or you're um you're out and about and something feels a bit overwhelming or a task feels a bit too much for you this can be quite nice to just sort of ground yourself so the first thing that you're going to do when you feel this kind of rush of either panic or um, distress those kinds of feelings again one of the first things you need to do is you need to acknowledge that it's happening so don't try to sort of power through would be my would be my advice if you know if at all possible a lot of these things does depend on the situation but if you can try and acknowledge it try and get to a point where you can remove yourself from whatever situation you're in you don't have to go far i'm just talking about say this happened to me while i was sat at my desk at home i'm merely talking about if I'm on a video call, excusing myself from that video call and then maybe turning my chair around. So I'm talking about getting space, but it's just about getting space from that situation you're in. Could mean that you wanna go stand outside in your garden or it could be anything, but it's that acknowledging it and kind of moving yourself to deal with it, I guess is the, is the key thing that I'm talking about there. Once you're kind of in that space, you're gonna do a really simple, first action and that's just simply take a big deep breath in and then big deep breath out and maybe just do that for a few times so one of the ways that I would describe it feels like for me when I get these moments of distress all these wobbles is like a massive weight when it's my thoughts spiraling it feels quite weighty down on my head and then a kind of pressure, oh, I'm going to quote Queen now, pressure pressing down on me, but that's how it feels, like a pressure pressing down on me on my chest. I'm so excited I've quoted Queen. Um, it feels like a weight on me. So one of the great benefits of a great big deep breath is one, I think it genuinely feels really nice to get that extra sort of oxygen into your body straight away. It also, I think, really helps with like getting your heartbeat down if your heart's racing a little bit. Nice big deep breath. It really can almost feel like it freezes time. But the other thing for me is because I tend to feel like I've got a bit of weight sort of over my chest, a big deep breath done properly makes me feel like I kind of push that weight away. And that feels like a really nice thing. This 
method, we kind of have different layers to it. So it might be that acknowledge, remove yourself from what you're doing, a few deep breaths, that might be all you needed was just, oh, do you know what? In the same way that if you kind of thought, oh, I feel a bit lightheaded, I just need to sort of have a moment. Sometimes that's all you need and that's brilliant. Then you decide what you want to do next. You want to go straight back into your task at hand, maybe if you're at work or something like that, or what else do you want to do? You could even start to think, oh, what caused that? It's what you feel ready to do in the moment. All I want to do as a minimum is get you back to calm. So layer one, acknowledge. Layer two, take some lovely, great, big, deep breaths. If it helps, add this layer in as well. Take some deep breaths, pull in that positive affirmation that it's gonna be all right. Even if it doesn't feel so in this very moment and things feel quite difficult right now, in the long term, it's going to be all right. So let those words flow into your mind while you're taking those deep breaths. It's going to be all right. In the long term, it is going to be all right. It's in that same thing of this too shall pass. This feeling right now doesn't feel good at all, but it's going to pass and then we go back to long term, it's going to be all right. So again, adding in that affirmation, that might be all you need again. So then you kind of, you can return back to task or you can sort of, again, look at what was causing that. Another extra layer that we can have on, if you're still really struggling, say that your, your head spiraled just that little bit further and what that can feel like can almost feel a little bit out of body. So you've almost left the room because your thoughts, you're so in your thoughts that you've, that you've completely spiraled. So we can do something called finding the room. This isn't something that I've come up with. This was something um, that I read upon, um, which is actually advice that the um, people who experience a panic attack have, have been given before. So again, having a panic attack, I think you can really sort of lose sight of the space that you're in and you can really sort of get lost in that kind of experience. So um, we, we use finding the room as a way to just sort of bring yourself back into the, the exact space that you're in. And basically what you're going to do with that is you're going to focus on the five senses and you're going to think about or look around the room that you're in and find something you can see, something you can hear, something you can smell, something you can taste and something you can touch. Now I love this um, as an approach. I just think it's brilliant. Uh, it's a really simple thing to do. We're all aware of our um, sort of five senses and it might be that you only get as far as one and that's enough to sort of really bring you back um, into the room. So yeah, something see, hear, smell, touch, taste. The two that make me smirk a little bit are smell um, and taste, but don't let that put you off. Um, if you need to focus on the ones you're more comfortable with that you really think that you could focus in. And then what that does is it just really brings you back into the space. So stops that spiraling, brings you back into your space. Because what both of these things are trying to do is again we're not waving a magic wand but what we are doing is we're just trying to cut short just how 
much anguish you're feeling in that moment to get your mind into a state where you want to, you can decide what you want to do next and how you want to sort of take things forward so that's all we're trying to do right now in a similar way to that do not panic that's kind of what we're doing again and it's, this is something that again you could use if you were nervous about something deep breaths affirmations find the room they're, they're your different layers right now so once you've got back to that place of calm like I said you've then got a choice got a few choices ahead of you actually so you've got back to that place of calm now there are a few things you might want to do right now so for some of you it's just right I'm calm I'm glad that's passed right I want to get back to focusing at the task at hand and I've kind of mentioned that a couple of times there might be other people that are like that's bothered me that that's come up so I really want to sort of visit that and I feel in a calm in the frame of mind to go what triggered it why did that trigger it and just remember if that sends you spiraling again just go back to those steps deep breaths it's going to be all right find the room so you can go around like a cycle there as well but the one that I'm going to focus in on is the next layer if you want to add it on because you can leave it there you get back to calm and leave it there and get back on with your life and that's absolutely fine what I think is quite a nice thing to do and what I would do is you need to find a way to be your own best friend in that moment so once you've calmed down what can be a really nice thing to do is imagine yourself as your own best friend so if your best friend had just broken down in front of you in that way or was feeling really emotional or just said oh, I'm really sorry I'm just really struggling right now and this just give me a moment when they came out of that what would be the kind of things that you would say to your best friend in that moment what would be the things that you'd maybe offer to do for them to maybe make them a hot drink and sort of say I'm I'm sort of here if you if you need me um what would you do you'd probably give them a chocolate biscuit or something wouldn't you so what I want to um really stress here is the reason why I'm bringing this in and the reason why I want you to become your own best friend is because so often we don't offer ourselves the same kindness that we offer other people around us and we all really need to start doing that and that's really important for anybody sort of going through a breakup in the way that I'm sure most people listening are. If you're like me you've probably um, shrunk back a little bit and you've let other people sort of be more important in you so what you're going to do now is these little acts of kindness are going to start building you back up so that you realize you're just as important as anybody else and that can start with being as kind to yourself as you are to the other people in your lives so that's worth adding on so is there something now that you can do to be kind to yourself to acknowledge that that was really rough feeling like that coming out of the blue most likely it's really rough and it's not nice so what can you do that's nice maybe make yourself a hot drink or maybe you needed to go step out for five minutes one of those kinds of reflections on if you're kind of trying to figure out where it's come from was your body trying to tell you something have you eaten much today is it time to have your lunch do you need to go outside um, and have a walk something like that you can still take that time to reflect what is your mind or your body telling you through those emotions coming out that it maybe needs 
from you right now and listen to yourself as though it's your best friend talking to you. So recap about getting back to our moments of calm. The, the absolute most basic self-care thing, take a great big deep breath and continue to take a few deep breaths. Use your affirmation that it's gonna be all right if that really helps you sort of grip back onto that sort of long-term thinking. Find the room, use the senses check if you want to. Something you can see, something you can hear, something you can smell, taste, a touch, find the room. Then once you feel like you've returned to your place of calm, make a little decision about what you're gonna do. You might return back to the activity at hand. You might have a little think about what's led to that happening. You might be even think about some preventative measures that you're gonna take to stop it from happening again. Or the one that I really recommend is that use this as a, as a moment to be kind to yourself and be your own best friend. So what is it that you think that you were looking for in that moment to sort of acknowledge that that was hard and you maybe need some nourishment from that. So be your own best friend is my, is my best advice from the hope that. Now you've kind of got those steps, anytime you feel a bit overwhelmed, you might just use one or two of them, but try and sort of bring those in for those moments of overwhelm. So the very last thing that I'm gonna talk about is building on that idea about being your own best friend and also how important self-care and time for yourself is actually gonna be in the next um, weeks, months and years. When you find yourself now being single again, one of the things you really want to embrace is you're a bit of a blank canvas and you've got an opportunity now to sort of rebuild yourself. And one of the things I'm gonna sort of repeat is if you've been somebody in a relationship who has a tendency to take a back seat and make themselves believe that they're not as important as someone that they're in a relationship with, this is now your opportunity to start undoing some of the some of the work that's gone into making you believe that because you are a hundred percent as important as everybody else in your life and you need to grant yourself those actions that remind you about that and that really does start with self-care so as well as learning that sort of return to calm moment one of the things that i'm going to do is homework time is i'm going to sort of make you think about ways that you can um, set aside time just to do something that fulfills you as a person. My recommendation is that this is a minimum of 30 minutes a day and it should be something that makes you kind of unplug from life in general. It's um, it's not about going and scrolling on social media, it's, it's really making an effort to take time out to do something that really gives you joy or really helps you relax and it's just about you. A special note comes in now to the single parents listening to this because I'm sure you're throwing things um, at me and you've got your, your head in your hands and you're like, I can't get 30 seconds to myself and you expect me to get 30 minutes. I get it. It's, it's so much harder um, when you've got childcare to sort of factor into these things, but I really cannot stress it enough. 
you might just need to think a little bit more creatively um, around this as a problem to make it into an opportunity. And also, if you think about this, this thing of our kids are the most important things to us, but we're the most important things to them. So they want us to take care of ourselves because we're as important to them as they are to us. Really always remember that. Um, to give you an idea about how I work this in, so this is where I have to talk about my kind of privilege. I have an amazing workplace and I have a really good work-life balance. So um, particularly after the pandemic, I'm in a really good position where I can work from home. Because I can work from home, that means I can kind of make my working day um, work work for me and um, so that means 30 minutes um, on a work day is really easy for me because I have a lunch break and I really make that lunch break work hard so if it's going for a walk um, I've really discovered running this year so that's something that's become a really important thing to me that 30 minutes on a work day I'm really fortunate I can find it but other times that I kind of put time aside to myself for myself is I've made myself go to bed a bit earlier so I'm not just sort of staying downstairs till half 11 12 then going up straight to bed sometimes I go to bed or I go upstairs to start getting ready to bed at nine o'clock because uh, sometimes that starts with a bath um, that's another way that I really like to sort of look after myself I go for a bath but don't take my phone into the bath and it's that thing of take a book to read instead and the other reason why I go to bed early is starting to read before I go to sleep and it's those kind of soulful moments those moments of quiet those moments where I'm not running around getting glasses of milk <laughs> snacks those kinds of things that's what I'm talking about when it's this moments just for you now if you're sat there still and you're like 30 minutes though it just can't be done okay start at five find five minutes in every day and do something really simple play a song maybe a couple of songs um depending sort of on the length um of the two songs two songs you really like just take out five minutes of your day that you get to to do that do five minutes of writing and um, journaling is a really therapeutic process and you'd be amazed how much you can get onto a page in five minutes set a timer start at five maybe do five minutes for a day or a week then build it up to ten or add one more song onto that playlist that you're listening to this is the this is the deal with me is I kind of have things for you to strive for but I'm totally all right with you sort of having to start a bit smaller than that if you can get to 30 straight away, amazing. If you need to start at five, gradually build it up. And the other thing that I really want you to focus on is how do you feel after you successfully manage to have that time for yourself, that activity that's just for you, that moment of calm, that moment of peace. How do you feel afterwards? Does it make you feel a little bit more fulfilled? Is it, was it just that chill out you needed? Maybe it's um, if it's an activity, I tend to need to get outside. So I my kind of stuff for me, that's why I've really embraced the running. It just really helps me. I love being outside. I like feeling sort of wind on my face. Guys, you're not gonna believe it. I like a run in the rain. That is my most favorite run in the world. 
is a run in the rain. I love feeling the sort of the rain on my face. Really nice, really hard to be in a bad mood after I've um, been for a run. So have a little think about that as well. And even if you kind of think about how do you feel going into the activity and then compare it to how you feel coming out. So that's kind of it for this episode. It's absolutely flown by. I've really like, enjoyed sort of talking you through that. So let's do our little recap as we always um, do. We've got this how to return to calm using really basic breathing techniques and layering that with other things such as positive affirmations and the finding the room exercise that you can use. The other piece of homework is to find an activity that you can do that is just about you and I'm going to sort of suggest that you try and find 30 minutes but we've accepted if you need to start smaller and build into that that's absolutely fine as well. That's all, that's all for today. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, join the Facebook group, Crazy X Club on Facebook. Come and find us, come and tell us. Oh, this one would be really great for photos. Share some photos with us. What have you been doing? What are those activities? How are you feeling afterwards? What are you getting out of those activities? And I'm gonna close the episode down with just reminding you once again, the lesson from today is you are just as important as everybody else. So be your own best friend and find ways to really take care of yourself. So absolutely love talking to you again and I'll speak to you next episode. So take care my crazy exes. Bye.